And welcome in, y'all, to Mountain Mama's Famous Fantasy Football League Podcast. I'm your host and commish, Tyler Wood. It's Tuesday, October 1st. Spooky season is here, and week four is gone. Tons of blowouts in the league this week, but first, some trade news to tell you guys about. Earlier today, Christian acquired running back David Johnson and wide receiver Allen Robinson from Chris in exchange for wide receiver Brandon Cooks and running back Aaron Jones. And now on to the injuries and news around the league is not much in total, but eight of our franchises are in the headlines for today. We'll start with Braden, wide receiver A.J. Green. According to ESPN's Adam Schefter, Green is expected to be out at least through week six with his ankle injury. There could be more at play than just his ankle as the contract year receiver could be holding out for a new deal. Running back Jamal Williams didn't practice on Monday. He was carted off with a head injury in Thursday's game, but has already been released from the hospital and claimed to be doing well on social media. It's doubtful we see him suit up for for Sunday against Dallas. Tight end TJ Hawkinson. ESPN's Adam Schefter reports TJ will avoid being placed on injured reserve after he attempted to hurdle Chiefs defender Tyron Matthew and Damian Wilson but ultimately ended up sideways and landed firmly on his shoulder and head. There's no estimated timetable for his return at the moment. And then running back Marlon Mack, Coach Frank Reich, clarified that Mack wasn't medically ruled out in Week 4 because of an ankle injury. Indy was in a no-huddle offense, which isn't good for Mack's game flow moving forward, but it's a plus knowing he wasn't dealing with a serious injury. They'll likely keep him limited this week, but as of now, he's tentatively expected to suit up Sunday in Arrowhead. Just two for Ryan. The Chicago Bears defense, Bears coach Matt Nagy, said we'll see when asked if linebacker Roquan Smith would accompany the team to London for Week 5 against the Raiders. He was a surprise inactive due to a personal reason in Week 4. Nagy offered that the Bears are working through his status, and that's all for now. Smith did show up tonight at the Bears facility, though, so he's considered questionable from here on out. Running back Saquon Barkley, Giants coach Pat Shermer, still considers Barkley week to week. He's already shed his walking boot, and he wants to make it back earlier than his previous four- to eight-week timetable. Shermer didn't offer much on his progress when the subject came up in the post-game press conference. Three for Dave. Wide receiver Golden Tate has been reinstated from his four-game suspension. He'll make his Giants debut Sunday against Minnesota. For the Cowboys' defense, Dallas placed safety Kayvon Frazier on the IR with a torn pectoral muscle. They were hopeful he could avoid surgery and just rehab, but that's not the case. The backup safety will go under the knife today and miss the remainder of the season. It's bad news for the depth of the Dallas safety room particularly when considered that the position is already the weakest on the defensive side of the ball. For the Chargers defense, NFL.com's Ian Rappaport reports that Chargers defensive end Melvin Ingram is expected to miss some time with a hamstring injury. He hypothesized that it could be a couple of weeks, so this is bad news for a Chargers team that continues to suffer key injuries at all three levels of their defense. Joey Bosa is plenty good enough to pick up the slack, but the depth of the front seven is becoming something to monitor. Just two for Chris, wide receiver Adam Thielen. Speaking on the Vikings' recent struggles, Thielen said, in quotes, at some point you're not going to be able to run the ball for 180 yards, even with the best running back in the NFL. That's when you have to be able to throw the ball. 
It's been a major change in the philosophy with new offensive coordinator Kevin Stefanski, and while Thielen has tried to be a good soldier about it, he couldn't hold his tongue anymore after an embarrassing loss to Chicago on Saturday. He seemed to take a direct shot at Stefanski and struggling quarterback Kirk Cousins. Wide receiver Michael Gallup, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, said he won't rule out Gallup for Week 5 against the Packers. He had his meniscus trimmed after Week 2 and was given a 2-4 to four week timetable to return. Two for Tyler, the Patriots defense. According to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport, Patriots cornerback Jonathan Jones is not expected to be suspended for his hit on Josh Allen in Sunday's Week 4 win over Buffalo. He was flagged for the unnecessary roughness and will probably receive a fine but no suspension. He's been a key contributor for the Pats secondary this year as he ranks as pro football focuses number two cornerback in coverage grades among qualified corners. And running back Rashad Penny, Seahawks coach Pete Carroll said Penny will be ready to go for week five against the Rams. He said the same thing last week before Penny was ultimately scratched with a hamstring injury. He was listed as a full participant at Monday's practice, so that backs up the story. This is great news for his chances of suiting up on Thursday night. Three for Bryson. Wide receiver Devontae Adams didn't practice on Monday. He should be considered questionable for week five with his toe injury that forced him from Thursday night's game. Wide receiver Christian Kirk. Coach Cliff Kingsbury said that Kirk suffered an ankle injury in week four. He declined to give any further details and said there would be more information on Wednesday. Running back James Conner, Steelers coach Mike Tomlin said Conner is still being evaluated with an ankle injury. He added he'll be limited this week and his practices will dictate his availability against the Ravens on Sunday. Just one for Dylan, quarterback Josh Allen remains in the concussion protocol. He's considered questionable for week five against Tennessee and they do have a week six bye, so it wouldn't be surprising to see him sit this one out. His practice participation should tell us plenty, as he'll need to be more than a limited participant by Friday to have a realistic shot at suiting up on Sunday. And finally, just one for Christian, wide receiver John Ross. NFL Network's Mike Garofolo reports Ross is expected to miss multiple games with a shoulder injury that he suffered in the second half of last night's game. And now let's jump into the game recaps from Week 4. Our first matchup of the week had Tyler going on the road and upsetting number two Ryan in a route, 162 and a half to 102. As this started the blowout train this week, Tyler had eight starters to score in double figures, and he was led by RB1 Nick Chubb, who had 20 carries for 165 yards and three tutties. He also added three catches for 18 yards receiving, scoring a total of 36 and a half points. The next star for his squad this week was the New England Patriots' defense as they boomed for 16 points more than their projection. They sacked Allen and Barkley five times, picked them off four times, and also scored a touchdown off of a blocked punt. The two flex positions were the key in the win for Tyler as Robert Woods and Chris Carson outscored Tyler Lockett and Larry Fitzgerald by 25 points. And then one milestone for Tyler in this one, the 162.5 points is a career high and moved him into fifth all-time. For Ryan, who snapped his three-game winning streak in this one, he had four starters in double figures and was led by Aaron Rodgers, who we mentioned his stats on Saturday's pod from Thursday night, and then Wayne Gallman, who had 18 carries for 63 yards and a touchdown with six catches 
for 55 yards and another touchdown receiving, scoring 24 points. Keenan Allen was the biggest disappointment for Ryan as he busted for 11 points less than his projection as he was surprisingly shut down by the Miami Dolphins' defense. In the second matchup of the weekend, two 0-3 teams squared off. Dave gets into the win column in 2019 with a 126-96 blowout win over Nick, who falls to 0-4. First for Nick, he had five starters in double figures and was led by his flex two in wide receiver Cortland Sutton, who caught six balls for 62 yards and two touchdowns in a loss to Jacksonville. He ended up scoring 21 for Nick. The biggest disappointment in the lineup was quarterback Tom Brady, who was shut down by a good Bills defense. He busted for 12 less than his projection for just four points. And he left his wide receiver two slot unattended this weekend, so that was a key in the loss too. Dave had six starters and double figures and was led by RB2 Leonard Fournette, who had a huge workload this weekend. 29 carries for 225 yards and two catches for 20 yards for 25 points, although he was held out of the end zone. His running mate in the backfield, Todd Gurley, was the next bright spot for Dave as he finally broke out for eight more points in his projection, scoring 25.5 and a, half in a loss to Tampa. Those two were the biggest key in the win as they outscored Nick's running back core of LaShawn McCoy and Josh Jacobs by 21 points. And our third matchup of the weekend was our game of the week. And it was all but that, as number one Bryson destroyed number four Eric, 123 to 69. This is Bryson's second game of the week win in 2019 and 14th of his career. We'll start with the visitors, as Eric had just three starters in double figures, led by quarterback Patrick Mahomes, who was 24 of 42 for 315 yards, and he added six carries for 54 yards on the ground and a win over Detroit. He ended up scoring 17 for Eric. Sammy Watkins was the biggest disappointment in the lineup this week as he busted for eight less than his projection as the Chiefs struggled for a while against that Lions defense. For Bryson, who extended his league-high winning streak to five, he had four starters in double figures and was led by Lamar Jackson and Devontae Adams, who both scored 23 points. We mentioned Adams' stats on the Saturday pod from his Thursday night game, but Jackson was 24-34 for 247 yards, three touchdowns, and two interceptions. He also added 66 yards on nine carries on the ground in that divisional loss to the Cleveland Browns. Cooper Cup was the third star in the lineup as he boomed for 10 more than his projection in that shootout in Los Angeles against Tampa Bay. The flex positions of Cup and Joe Mixon were the difference maker as they outscored the Chiefs' tandem of Watkins and Demarcus Robinson by 21 points. And one more milestone for Bryson in this one as he passed Nick for fifth all-time in century mark games, which is 100 point, 100 plus points, with 29 total. Another upset in our fourth matchup of the weekend as Braden went on the road and defeated number three Chris 105 to 80. For Braden, he had four starters in double figures and was led by RB2 Austin Eckler. As he had a hundred or had 18 carries, 100 carries would be crazy, 18 carries for 60 yards and a touchdown on the ground, and added five catches for 62 yards and a touchdown receiving. Ended up scoring 26 and a half total points. 
Kenny Galladay was the other star for Braden as he boomed for nine more than his projection as he tore up Kansas City's secondary for 20.5 points. The flex positions were the difference maker here as Galladay and Dontrell Inman outscored DJ Moore and Nelson Aguilar by 25 points. Chris had four starters and double figures and was led by RB1 run CMC Christian McCaffrey as he had 27 carries for 93 yards and a touchdown rushing he also caught 10 balls for 86 yards receiving as he was scored he scored 28 in that win over Houston. Adam Thielen was the biggest disappointment that scored for Chris as he busted for nine less than his projection in a loss to Chicago. He only had one point, which is one point more than Nelson Aguilar and the Rams defense combined for. Those two goose eggs in the lineup were the kill shot for Chris in this one. In the final matchup of the weekend, we had a good old-fashioned, low-scoring defensive battle in the first battle for Buchanan. Dylan escapes 81.5 to 68 over Christian, who falls to 0-4 to begin his MMF FFL career. That four-game losing streak ties him with Nathan, Mitch, Tyler, and Chris W. for ninth all-time. We'll start with Christian. He had four starters and double figures and was led by RB1 Aaron Jones, who scored 14 on Thursday night. His keeper, DeAndre Hopkins, was his biggest disappointment as he busted for nine less than his projections, scoring just four and a half against Carolina. The Packers weren't expected to score many points on Thursday night, but the negative one obviously hurts too. But the 35 points on his bench from Chris Godwin was the toughest blow of them all. Dylan had four starters and double figures as well and was led by Dalvin Cook and the Seahawks defense, who both scored 15. Cook had 14 carries for 35 yards and a touchdown on the ground while adding six catches for 35 yards receiving in that loss to Chicago. And Seattle's defense sacked Kyler Murray four times and picked him off once in result to a touchdown. Besides those two, Dylan didn't have another starter that outproduced his projection, so he stole one in this one. And I mentioned the low-scoring defensive battle at the beginning. Well, that was the difference maker as Seattle outscored Green Bay by 16 in this one. And now let's move on to the Week 5 poll that was released earlier today, and the top four had a little shakeup. Bryson remains at the top. Ryan remains in second, even with that loss. Tyler is the biggest mover of the week, moving up three spots to third, and Braden jumped up one spot into fourth. The rest of the poll is Chris falling two spots to fifth, Dylan moving up one to sixth, Eric was the biggest faller of the week, dropping three spots to seventh, and the bottom three stayed the same, Dave in 8th, Christian in ninth, and Nick in 10th. And now to piggyback off of that, our playoff percentages brought to you by Fantasy Pros. Bryson is at the top with a 99% chance to make the playoffs. Braden 70, Chris 59, Ryan and Tyler 54, Dylan 35, Eric 21, Dave 5, Christian 3, and Nick 0. And we had 10 nominees for pickup of the week in starting lineups this week. And those were Christian had Daniel Jones, Dave had Phillip Rivers, Tyler had Will Disley, Jared Goff, and Carrion Johnson. Ryan had Wayne Gallman, Braden had TJ Hawkinson and Dontrell Inman, and Dylan, Dylan had the Seahawks defense, and Eric had Demarcus Robinson. And the winner is Ryan with running back Wayne Gallman, who put up 24 points. And now to finish off the pod, our week five game of the week is headed to 
Buchanan, West Virginia for a West Division matchup between two and two, between two two and two teams. A lot of twos there. Chris at Dillon is the matchup. There's no matchup between two ranked teams this week. This will be Chris's second primetime game of 2019 and of his career. Dylan will be making his 2019 primetime debut, but this will be his eighth all-time primetime appearance. And that'll do it for us here on episode 12 of Mountain Mama's Famous Fantasy Football League. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at underscore MMFFFL in all caps and turn the notifications on to stay up to date with everything in the league. Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you guys again tomorrow. Peace out.